listening to me, yeah? No, it's the headphones. Yes, right. No headphones. See, we do better with our headphones. Yeah. of Voices from the Planet. I'm your host, Eric. I'm going to take these headphones off because I don't really need them and it feels weird. <clears throat> so I wanted to record an episode. Well, I always want to record episodes, just whether or not I get around to doing them, but I got some time here. So I am recording this episode and I wanted to talk about my good friend ST who came over today. Um, had some great news to share. I'm not going to share it on the podcast because he didn't say it was cool to, but congratulations, ST. Um, so he came over because he, uh, came over ugh, because he bought some new congas. No, fuck. Bongos. Bought some new bongos and wanted to come cruise and jam because he knows I'm into percussion. He's super into percussion mostly like latin percussion salsa you know that kind of stuff but so he came over and we were talking story and catching up because i haven't seen him in a while um you might know him he's been on that podcast a couple times and he so i actually so i asked him if he wanted to try and record some shit because i have this beautiful studio set up for that very sole purpose 
of recording podcasts. Uh, I mean, recording music, whatever. You can record whatever you want, right? So, saw if you want to record. He said he's down. So, And I never recorded music, so I don't know. We were just fucking around. We tried it out. And was pretty cool man we had a little jam session got a little recording out of it and then i tried to like isolate the portion of it to like loop it to see if we could actually like make a beat beat that we don't have to play the whole time just like sample something i guess and that worked it was pretty cool and then he made a comment which got me thinking he said Dude, wouldn't you rather just be doing this? Meaning recording music, playing music, just fucking with artsy shit, I guess, musical stuff. And I'm thinking like, fuck yeah, I would rather. And then more and thinking about it, started to wonder like, how did I end up here where I am a member of the corporate working world yet aspire or have dreams to do things more on the artsy side of life, like make music, produce podcasts, make podcasts, I don't know, all that kind of shit. So how did I end up here? How did I get to this point? 35 years on this earth, slaving away at a corporate job, while dreaming of doing something more. I mean, and that's partly the reason why this podcast started in the first place was because I wanted more. I wanted to do more. And just working a nine to five job is wasn't enough to make me feel like I was living my best life, I guess. It sounds so cheesy, but living an authentic life because as much as I liked getting those paychecks, there was much more I'd rather be doing. And I wanted to share with you guys maybe a little insight. Actually, I was taking a butcher earlier and I was thinking about it. And like, how did I get here? And like, what happened to all the other dreams that had come along the way as from being a kid to a grown-up, I guess. But um, the first career, I guess, if you could, yeah, that I can recall ever wanting to be, like, like when I grew up, I want to be, was a graphic designer, and that just comes from you know, as a kid, you like to draw, which is awesome, and. I remember in elementary school, we had career day and one of the designers from a company called Town and Country, TNC Surf, came down and shared how he got there and it just seemed, made it seem like it was doable, but I never, and I don't even, I can't remember why or I don't, I don't know why I never pursued any type of career or anything with 
like graphic design or art. I mean, in high school, it took a graphic design class, but it was more just like it seemed okay to do. But by that point, I didn't have any like no like concrete desire to be a graphic designer anymore, which is fine. But yeah, I wanted to like design for like skate companies or surfboard companies or whatever. You know what I mean? Just something with the drawing. I liked to draw. And I think in like the fifth grade, I actually won a poster drawing contest for like the Lions Club here on Oahu. But I, I mean, I don't remember much about it. I just know that I did win because I'm a winner. God damn it. But I don't know why I never pursued things. It's probably was the start of how I am now. It's great idea. I want to do this. I want to do this and actually never do anything about it. And then in high school, geez, sorry, in high school, I saw a little movie called Casino. And then I thought, ooh, I want to be a gangster. <laughs> I want to run a casino and wear nice suits, have pretty ladies and all that shit. But I was too young to to get the the overarching moral of the story with that movie. But all I saw and all I wanted to do was work in a casino. And then I thought, okay, in order to be big in Las Vegas. I probably should work and get some hotel experience in Hawaii because we don't have casinos here, but maybe hotel experience would be good enough and I can get into a hotel in Vegas and then eventually move over to the casino side and be able to do all that shit. But, and so not, but, but <laughs> so I was like 10, maybe like 11th grade, I signed up for a class at our high school that was a hospitality and tourism management class. And that's what really, I think, set me down the path of becoming the career guy that I am today. It's, um, I was able to learn a lot from that high school class. I mean, as much as you can learn in high school. But I got, we were able to do job shadowing and I got experience that way and just realized more so that I, I did like the hotel industry and being in Hawaii, it's such a major part of our economy that it's like, man, this is where it's at for jobs in Hawaii. So after taking that class, my junior, sorry, junior year, I reapplied, but I, to be a teacher's assistant for my senior year. So I figured I could get more information and just be more exposed. And I don't know, I thought it was a good like planning for the future step. But I mean, not that it wasn't, but a lot of my friends also decided to take the class that year because we took a lot of trips. We did a lot of field trips to hotels and shit. And we did a bunch of overnighters where we stayed at hotels overnight. We even went to Kauai. So I got to do all this stuff twice, once with my class in the 11th grade and then with all my friends now the second time as a senior so I mean needless to say 
the with all my friends on an overnight trip there was a lot of partying and yeah <laughs> and actually I remember one that was this is when I was in the class and we were I was a junior in high school and we were doing a job shadowing at one of the hotels in Waikiki and we were following around I forget what like a front desk guy or whatever and he pretty much said like okay we're we're done here so if you guys want to just hang out or do whatever and now looking back on it this is an adult telling this to kids in high school like oh you guys can just go hang out like that's probably not what we should be doing you probably should be supervising us and we should probably stay with you maybe um because we're minors and we're being entrusted by our teacher by to you to watch us but he let us go and then me and my friend in the class decided oh let's go across the street and try sneak a cigarette in but we didn't know that our teacher was across the street and she saw us but this was the cool thing about the teacher instead of busting our asses and getting us called into the principal's office having them tell our teach our parents and shit she just told us that she saw us and that we're busted but basically we have to work for her now so it was like a couple weeks of after school and after class helping her like do papers and clean and whatever else but luckily she didn't tell her parents so because if she did probably would have got kicked out of that class maybe and then who knows where i would be maybe i'd be a music producer or something oh boo <laughs> but um so having that experience with those two years with that class um set me up because now i knew okay now i need to go get a college degree and realistically looking back at it you don't really need a college degree i'm sorry to say it folks sorry mom and dad um all that savings for college but I mean I guess maybe it helped in the very beginning because it helps get your foot in the door but I went to Heald College which is a business college um, I think it was nationwide and had a pretty good reputation and they had a campus here on Oahu that had the hospitality and tourism management course in there so I decided I'll go to Heald take the college course graduate with a degree get into the hospitality industry here in Hawaii work for a few years whatever get experience and then go ship off to Vegas and you know run a casino but um while I was in school 9-11 happened and then here on Oahu I mean all of the hospitality industry all over Hawaii took a major major hit because nobody was traveling and a lot of hotels weren't hiring. Um, they were laying off a lot of people. And then I graduated and didn't have any jobs to go to. Which sucked. So I ended up working just at random places. I worked at cheap tickets, selling airline stuff. I worked a bunch of temp jobs, like banquets and shit. Like luau's um held down a job for a pretty good while at a indoor tanning salon here on oahu Damn, this fucking thing. so I, sorry i gotta just comment about this um i put up a i made. i had this old pop guard pop filter that i made way back in the day when we tried to 
record raps and shit. And I figured I'd use it because for some reason, and I don't know if it's just my settings on my thing, it seems to be recording pretty low lately. So I wanted to be able to record and not have it like like blow your ears out whenever I say the letter P. So I put up this pop filter and I'm talking and I keep bumping it and it's getting irritating. And I'm just thinking of what Joe Rogan said on the podcast that they look very pretentious, but they work. They make a huge difference. So I'm going to just, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go with the pop filter for you guys to save your ears. Oh shit. That was bright. Okay. But so after that, I, what the hell was I just talking about? Sorry. I got off thrown off now because I was talking about stupid pop filters, but, um, yeah, so I worked at an indoor tanning salon and I was manager there pretty much running it other than signing paychecks and signing whatever else. But day-to-day operations, I ran that motherfucker. And then actually, so one of our stores this is a funny story. One of our stores um, had a TV with a VCR so we could watch movies while we were working or whatever. But the only two VHS tapes that they had were Scarface and Braveheart. So that's all we would watch all day long. And customers would walk in and be like, yes, watching Scarface again. And I was thinking it's a good thing I saw the movie Casino before I saw the movie Scarface. Otherwise, I would have aspired to be a cocaine dealer, which, as we all know, doesn't turn out good. So I finally got in to the hotel industry um, as like an entry level valet slash bellman at one of the hotels in Waikiki, which was super good. And that's where I met one of the people in my life that I looked up towards as a mentor. He had worked all over the place and was a pretty honest dude when it came to the inner workings of the hotel industry and kind of took me under his wing and groomed me up so that way I could move up the in positions and stuff and become a bell captain and do all this other stuff. So I had to, you know, do all the, the valet work, the bellman work, the bags, carrying bags, delivering bags. We used to get like a couple hundred suitcases at one time because we had large groups checking in and it's, you have a rooming list with the names and whatever the people that are staying with each other in the room. And it's all about like trying to figure out where it could finding all these bags and setting them up and staging them. Shit. Sorry. And making it so that way when you stack them on the cart and try to deliver them, you can make it as efficient as possible and just go room, 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 not have to like backtrack and jump floors and do all this shit. And then you're trying to balance, you know, 25, 30 bags at a time on a cart down a hallway and it's just fucking nuts. So you got to do all that shit. I had to work as like a clerk, which is doing like all the logging of the keys and the bags and blah, 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 and this and that and shit monitoring and tracking logs and doing that shit and then i had to be a doorman which is like probably the most crews um where you're just kind of there to greet everybody and open car doors so that was pretty cool that's actually a job a lot of people aspire to because you can make some pretty good tips but at this property it was pooled so we all put it into one pot and 
split it up at the end of the night. So it's not like you could make more than anybody else. But at some properties where everybody keeps their own, which some might argue is better because you're working harder to get that tip. But um, yeah, everybody keeps their own in other places. But these bellmen and or doormen and shit can make some bank. Especially off a little insider tip I'm going to tell you guys right now. Some of these baratos or kickbacks as they're called, mahalos, where I'm not, nah, fuck it. I don't think I'll get anybody in trouble, but people won't like that I'm saying this, but fuck them. Right. You call a specific cab company to take someone to the airport. The cab driver will kick you down like eight bucks because he's about to make like 45, 50 bucks taking someone to the airport. And now the kick kickbacks which probably sucks right now actually for valet and doorman and shit like that who a lot of times will call cabs for people or book shuttles for people and that kind of shit and then you know you get your little under the table mahalos and um but now with uber everybody probably just fucking books an uber and doesn't even ask the people for cabs so now they're probably not making as much money or as much tips because people don't need you to call them a cab because usually this is a note a message for all you people who travel if the bell or valet stand calls a cab for you, bro, tip the fucking valet stand, man. Just give them something. You should always be tipping those people. They're the guys who will get you everything. They know what's up. You know what I mean? They're the guys who are going to be willing to bend the rules if you go on the side and ask them for a little, you know, something that might not be um, considered illegal. So be nice to your bellmen. Be nice to your valets, guys. So I worked my way up there and at that position at that property, that's where I met my wife. And but this was way before she actually got the job that I was going for. So I was mad and I quit and went to another property to work as front desk, which I thought in the hierarchy of, you know, job positions, if you're trying to get up to be management or, you know, aspire to be a leader in here um the way i was yo. oh yeah no it's okay <laughs> come in yeah hi what do you need oh oh shit watch it okay and she's a telenovela fan oh jess jess jane the virgin or what the first one Oh. But does she like only Jane the Virgin or other ones too? No, other, not other telenovelas, but. She likes Jane the Virgin? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you guys should start your own podcast and review telenovela. <laughs> <laughs> you can do commentary on. Why do you. Or the on Jane the Virgin? Telenovela. What does that mean? Like probably television novel. All right. Okay. Adios. Adios. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. That was weird. Back to recording. As my wife coming to get her sewing machine. Um, what the fuck was I just talking about? Goddamn, weed. <sighs> they say it doesn't affect the memory. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had, I had gotten a new job at another property 
as front desk, which blah, 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 the ladder, you go up, you work all these different positions, you get all this experience. And then when you're ready to be like a general manager or something, you have all the experience for all the departments that and the knowledge that you bring with you to that position. So I thought, okay, I'll work front desk. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. I keep bumping this goddamn pop filter. Oh, you pretentious thing. But um, yeah, so did front desk and then there was like a position which was like a reservations manager, which was basically just for that property inputting reservations from wholesalers and the onlines like Expedia and those guys and taking calls to book and whatever. It wasn't really a department manager. It was just a position of managing reservations, which I noticed I've had a bunch of titles with manager in it, but I don't really manage any people, just manage things, I guess. But, um, so I worked at that position for a long time. And I mean, basically I was like a front desk supervisor, um, with that extra duty, just minus the title, but focusing on the reservation side of it, because I'd been there for a while. A lot of the employees came to me for issues and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then managers changed management companies shifted and we were under management of a new company, which brought new managers and they was obviously they didn't like me very much it pretty much sucked so i made a decision well i was not friends with but i mean friends in a professional sense with um one of the revenue managers for the corporate office and i saw that they had a position open, so I thought, oh shit, I'll apply for that. And with because it's transferring within the company. Sorry, I'm trying to adjust this fucking popcorn. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to figure this damn thing out. It's so annoying. I should just buy a real one. This thing is on a wobbly wire holder and it doesn't stay in place and it's like leaning on the mic, so I don't know if it's even working good, but anyway. So I had to tell my manager protocol that your manager know that you're doing this. They fill out a transfer form, blah, blah, blah. So I go to my manager at the time and I tell him I want to apply for the revenue management position that was open. And he basically laughed in my face and told me that there's no need because you wouldn't get that job anyway. Which lit the fire under my ass. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm like, I'm not going to get this job. Watch, bitch. Watch me, bitch. So I applied anyway. Because he had to let me. They can't not let you apply. So I applied. And they actually hired me. And not only did they hire me. They said, we need you to start right away as soon as possible. Um, which was interesting. Because I went back to my manager and said, oh, I guess, you know, they need me right away. But interesting because you didn't think I would get it and now they're showing a sense of urgency like they need me so fuck you asshole in your face but I did the professional thing and still offered my two week notice because don't want to be a dickhead but I could have in in all justified in all totally justifiable could have been, like, been like fuck you guys I'm leaving two weeks my nutsack but I stayed and 
moved up in that department with the revenue management department to where I am now. And then even in the time I've been there, companies have merged and people have come and gone and it's just fucking nuts. And now I'm just in a position where I know what I'm doing and I'm really good at what I do. I'm not like a crappy employee, but I think my morale at work is really low, which makes me a crappy employee because I'm not like gung-ho team player fucking rah 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 love this company i'm just like fuck, i'm just here to do my job and yeah and that's how i fucking ended up here just the podcast man this is the only thing other than my family that i have other than work it kind of sucks sometimes because I see people out there who have all these great things going for them. But I always got to remind myself, like, we don't know the struggle that somebody else is going through. But just seeing and that's a, maybe that's a problem with social media. Everybody's putting their best foot forward. So when I'm seeing what people are posting, I'm like, oh, man, they got it so fucking good. Look at them traveling and blah, blah, blah. But who knows what's really going on behind the scenes? You know, um, comparison. What is it? The Dao Di Ching says. Uh, if you constantly compare and compete, you can never truly be yourself. So with this podcast, I'm giving you myself and, but I would love to be able to record music and make music and shit. Like, I don't know if I have like talent as far as like spitting rhymes or whatever, but it was fun when we tried it and it was, I don't know, my friends and people close to me said they liked it. So I don't know if that's just them, you know, gassing me up or if that's true but I would love to be able to do more of that shit. That's fun. I don't want to be like, see, that's the thing though. I don't know if it's a fear of success or a fear of fame, but I just, I don't know if I want to be like famous or known. And maybe that self-sabotage is like keeping me from promoting or reaching higher heights with this thing because it's like, I'm kind of comfortable and happy where I'm at with just you guys that listen. I mean, I don't need to be, a Joe Rogan, but that'd be nice to get paid like Joe Rogan. Um, so yeah, I'd rather like be rich than famous. I don't need to be rich and famous. I just take the rich and don't need the fame. But I've, I've, unfortunately, with a medium such as podcasting, if people are listening, then they know you. And I mean, there is a level of fame, I guess, that could come with that. Like if people see you, like I went to the light sleeper store. To check it out, I was actually looking for that Infinity Shaka shirt, but um, they didn't have any in stock, which sucks. But I'm going to try again. He said they should be getting some back. Shout out to Cabot. But um, even when like I went in there, it's like, bro, you're fucking the guy from Sleep Time's Over podcast. Even though we interact on social media and, I mean, in this genre of Hawaii podcasts. And, I mean, their show is completely different from my show, but we are kind of like peers in the same game. So it kind of, there's like a kinship, but like, it's like, hey, I know you. But when I see him, it's like, oh, you're like a fucking celebrity and shit. Even like when we run into Mike Love, who's been on the podcast or shit like that. It's like, oh, fuck, it's Mike Love. But it's like, oh, I know this guy. Like, come on. But there's like, and I don't want that for me. I don't want people to be like, oh, my God, look, it's Eric. Oh, shit. It's the fucking voices from the planet guy. Right. But that would be cool. But still, like, I don't know to what level I would want that sort of success 
where you can't live a normal life. I don't know. And then Sean, with always in his wisdom, said something else when we were talking about my podcast and saying like, oh, yeah, I haven't recorded as much or as often as I like and da 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 da. And he said, um, I mean, it's hard, man. I got two kids trying to get them to go to bed and then it gets late and I got work in the morning. And I mean, I could rattle off a ton of excuses and not necessarily excuses. They're more like reasons. But he said, when you like something, you find the time to do it. But when you love something, you make the time to do it. And I was like, God damn it. He's absolutely right. This motherfucker, Sean St. So wise. That's why, man, I always, he, and he doesn't like to do podcasts. I think, I think deep down he had fun the times he was on, but, um, I always ask him if he wants to be on that more. So recently I don't ask anymore cause I know he's going to say no, but he's a real interesting guy and he got a lot of deep thoughts and an interesting perspective on a lot of things. Like we were talking about the border today and all this other kind of shit. And it's just like, he always makes me think of things from another perspective when I talk to him and we're both Libras, which is interesting because a lot of times in discussions, we will in instinctively take the opposite side of the other person and then we can argue and debate all day or whatever. But it's, um, yeah, I'm just glad he came over basically because he, got me to record this episode and maybe he doesn't even realize it but he inspired me a little today maybe i'm gonna try and set up and record and make my own beats here with my analog shit i don't have any of that digital like fucking that shit but i got i got a fucking cajon i got a djembe i got bongos i got fucking a keyboard i got guitars i got little fucking eggy shake shake thingies I mean, there's, I could do some shit if I wanted, if I really wanted to. And after Sean came, I really, really want to. And so I'm going to try and do this more often. Um, I always know I always say that. I always say about consistency and trying to do it on a weekly basis. And I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Even if it's, again, doing the solo casts from the car, which actually I don't really have much time for anymore because... With the new driving schedules and dropping off schedules, I don't have the car <laughs> once a week anymore. So I'm not don't have access to my mobile van, my mobile studio. But I'm gonna try. Maybe if not, I'll try and do something else to put out. Just keeping my contact with you guys, so you always have something to come back to from Voices from the Planet, whether it's a podcast or some music we created or whatever. Um, just want to be here. <laughs> I need to have my creative outlet. Otherwise, I'm going to go fucking insane. And it's got, like this pop card is making me go insane right now. I can keep it keeps touching my beard. I feel like my beard is getting like tangled in it. And it's just a little. So it's like a crocheting ring with stockings stretched over it two ways with a clamp and like adjustable wire thingy. But hopefully it worked better than without it. And I got to figure out how to edit these things where it's not so low. Cause I notice when I, like if I play it back on the iTunes to, you know, uh, like test it to make sure it, when I uploaded everything worked. Cause I've 
had had times where I've uploaded episodes and it was completely silent. So I'll go back and check and it seems like I, I have to turn my volume up super loud to even hear us okay when it should be, I don't know, with other podcasts when I listen to it, the volume's right around the middle. So I'm trying to figure out if that means turning it up when I'm doing the editing, have my playback louder. So I turn, I, I don't know, turn it down lower. So, but I, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out tonight after I'm done editing this with while I'm editing this together with the music and intro and shit. And yeah, I'm going to try and I mean, I, why do I keep saying I'm going to try? I know I can do it. I'm going to put in the song uh, that we recorded or that little session we recorded real quick on here um, for the podcast and the song I'm going to pick should be appropriate for the theme of this episode. All right. So we'll get into that music and I will let you guys go. Thank you again for listening. All you people who come back every time a new episode is released and you check it out. Thank you. All the people who, you know, interact and follow me on Instagram. Thank you. If you're not following me, you can add voices from the planet on Instagram. And um, I have a Twitter and Periscope, which I don't use as much. But if you want to follow me there, then you can do that as well. And don't forget to, I mean, if you want to, you can go onto iTunes and, you know, leave a review or rate the podcast. That helps. Shout out to Micah, who is the only person who has rated and reviewed the podcast. Gave it five stars. Thank you. Thank you, Micah. You're the man. Man, Micah is the shit, dude. I haven't ever met this guy, but he just seems so fucking cool. He interacted and asked questions for the podcast we did with the AMAs. And then um, he went and made a review on iTunes. Bro, what a guy. Shout out to you, Micah. And go to audible.com, audibletrial.com slash voices from the planet. For your free or 30 day trial of audible.com, one free audio book. And the Grow Guru. Hit him up. You can DM on Instagram or check out his website. It's all going to be in the show notes for everything you ever wanted to know about growing your own medical cannabis. I had him on the podcast. We did the AMA. You should check it out. He answered a lot of really good questions. Um, so, yeah. Can follow him, let him know you heard about him on Voice from the Planet, and yeah, check him out. And that'll be it. All right, love you guys. Peace. go forth with no real direction dreaming of the day we drive our cars into the ocean and know the people looking on will wonder what to say and live confused about us till the day they do the same and they will see while swimming that they are free 
Reach for a soul as I find only in my brother's sky. We are relieved to know that someday this will pass us by, and it's got us feeling quite alright. We have no money, and we certainly have lost focus. Why have we landed on a planet that's as hopeful as this? We've heard the word move westward. Well, I've thrown myself to the stratosphere. I've thrown my heart to the atmosphere, and now these words are coming out of my ears. How did I end up here? How did I end up here? How did I end up here? How did I end up here?
circle up. Huh?